Okay, we are learning Daf Ayin Gimel. We're writing the Machlokas between Abai and Rava about the laws of Misasik. So Misasik is a concept that uh, there's different types of mistakes on Shabbos. We learned about forgetting a Shabbos, the Yerchaiva Karban. You forget about that. Malacha is also Yerchaiva Karban. But if you have a mistake in terms of what actually you're doing in the Misa itself, then you're not Chaiva Karban. That's, uh, that's the general concept of Misasik. But we're learning a specific case, which is a Machlok between Abai and Rava. A person was trying to cut a detached vegetable, and he ended up cutting an attached vegetable. So that's the type of mistake. It's about the mice, but it's not such a big mistake. So because you were trying to cut and you cut, there's only a difference in the detail whether it was detached or attached. So Abai says that's not misasic, but Rava says, no, that's called misasic because you were trying to cut in a way that would be much, or you thought it was detached, and it ended up being that it was attached, and, uh, and therefore it was forbidden on Shabbos. So the question is whether you're a chai of carbon. So Rav, Abai says yes, Rava says no. So now we are up to Itmar, Ayn Gimel, uh, towards the top, it's uh, the, there's a two dots over there, like uh, eight nine lines down. It I think Mar says another scenario that's a dispute between Abai and Rabbanis. Someone's trying to throw something two amos, which is not going to be chayiv, but he ends up throwing it uh, four amos. There's different ideas how it can be done. Maybe you threw further than you were trying to throw. Uh, it's possible that that was the way it went down. But anyways, it ended up being a mistake about the distance of the throw. So you're trying to throw, and you threw, but you were trying to throw in a way that wouldn't violate Chavez. You ended up uh, throwing in a way that would violate Chavez. Rava, my potter, Rava says potter, because it's misasek. You weren't trying, you, you have a mistake about that miser that you're doing. Rava says you're chayv. Rava, my potter, Rava says chayv. Rava says you're potter, you're intending to throw, but you're not trying to throw force. You're not tr- intending to throw in a way that's, that's obligates you for Chavez. So it's misasek. Rava says you are chayv. You're trying to throw. So since you're trying to throw, you're trying to throw. Even though there's a difference in the detail with Rechaib or Potter, that's not enough to make Masasik. Obviously, it's Abai and Rava consistent with their opinions about cutting the detached vegetable, and it ended up being attached. A third dispute, Kisava Rishosayacha, someone's throwing it in his mind. He thinks it's Rishosayacha, the name's Rishosayacha, but in actuality, somehow the throw goes into the street. So again, he's trying to throw, but he was trying to throw in a way that would be mutter. It ends up being an Asur throw. Rava Amar Potter, Abai Amar Chai, Rava Amar Potter, Lomel Chavin, the Zrika Tisura. Yeah, you're trying to throw, but you're not trying to throw in a way that's Asur. But Abai Amar Chai, Kamal Chavin, the Zrika Baum. You're trying to throw. So it's again, all three scenarios seem to be exactly the same point. Uh, when you're, is it considered misasik when you're trying to do the same mitzvah that you did, but there's a detail that changes about whether it would be mutter or asr? The three cases, someone's trying to cut a detached vegetable and he ends up cutting an attached one. Someone's trying to throw two amos, he ends up throwing four. And someone intends to throw into a private domain and ends up throwing into a Rosh Hashanah. In all three cases, Abai says you're chayev and Rabbi says you're potter. So the extent, and now the Gemara wants to know, it's richa, why do you need all three cases? Yes, when you come as if you only had the first case about the plant, but who come out rubber? Maybe rubber's only there. As we said, you're not trying to cut anything that's awesome. In the case where you're trying to throw two amas, you threw four. You can't throw something two without throwing it four. So meaning, it's not when I throw something four after I was trying to throw two. It's not that I did something different than I was trying to do. It's just that I did more than I was trying to do. So maybe that's not misasik. Cutting something attached and something that's detached, those are different mycin. But here, throwing four and throwing two aren't different. It's just more. So maybe there, that's not considered to be misasik. Maybe you would agree to rabbi and the person would be If you only had that case, but at least I'm not, it's not the same type of throw. A throw of two and a throw, a throw of four are ultimately different. In the case where you thought it was a private place and ended up being which is around the mice itself is the exact same thing the only difference is the circumstance whether you're in a rishasarabim but the throw the mice 
itself, you might say, is the same. So there's not, it's a minimal difference. It's in like an external difference where it's taking place. But the Misa itself is the same. So Eimah Modi Labai would say he agrees to Abai that it's Misasek, it's therefore necessary to tell me, even in this case, in the third case, where Abba holds it's Misasek, because bottom line, I have a mistake in the Misa that I'm doing. And I, according to the, the circumstance of the way my, I was intending to do the Misa, it would not have been also, even though it ends up going, uh, being performed differently, I am not of a carbon for what I have done. So now the Gemara brings a kasha on Rava. Tonight we're going to learn in the Mishnah in just a few minutes. Abba's malachas, Abram Chasavachas. The number of malachas on Shabbos is 39. But when we learn this, we have a question. Why does he have to say that there's 39? Just tell me what they are. Who cares what, what's the significance of the numbers? answers the differentiation also in Kulam Behel is coming to tell you, let's say you have one lapse of awareness that causes you to do all 39 malachas, five malachas, malachas, for each malacha. Not that you forget a Chavez. You forget a Chavez, remember, we've learned many times that you only have one carbon, but you, where you forget that all the malachas are also in one lapse of awareness. You know it's Chavez, so that's important. You have to know it's Chavez, but in this one lapse of awareness, you forget all the malachas are also high for all 39. So that's a difficult thing because if you forget that all the malachas are asr, in what way do you know a Shabbos? Remember, if you don't know a Shabbos, you're only chai of one carbon. You have to know a Shabbos and still in one lapse of awareness do all 39. So how can such a thing work? So Bishlam Alabai, it's good like Abai, who says that in such a case, well, let's say you're trying to do uh, a certain amount of malacha and you end up doing more that that's not called Masasek and your Chai the Karbon, that could be the case. We're talking about a guy, he totally knows that Shabbos, he totally knows you can't do Malacha. If he doesn't know Malacha, he knows about that. In what way is he sure? And he's making a mistake about how much he's going to do. So meaning, in one lapse of awareness, what's happening is, right, each of the Malachas have, have a certain amount that you have to do them on, right? Bishol on Shabbos, you're only Chai if you, if you cook a significant amount, the size of a fig, so on and so forth. So for each of the 39 Malachas, you have a mistake in, how, in your intent about how much you're going to do. So therefore, according to Abaye, we could say that's what the Mishnah is talking about. According to Abaye, that is not Misasi because you're, you're, you're trying to cook. Whether or not you're trying to cook a, a fig's worth or not, you're still trying to cook. Abaye holds that's not Misasi and you're Chayef. So that could be the case in the Mishnah. You knew what Shabbos, you knew the Malachas were also, and your mistake, the reason you're Chayef 39 Karbonos is about the extent, how much your intent is to do uh, on, the, on the sheer, on the minimum amount to be Chayef in the Malacha. So, but according to Rav, in such a case, you're a Masasik. So that can't be the case in the mission because you wouldn't be Chayv of Karmas. So now how are we going to find the case where in one lapse of awareness, you're Chayv 39 Karbanos? If you don't know any of, any of the 39 Malachas or Asras, then you don't know a Shabbos, you should only be Chayv 1. So, so how can you find it? How are you going to find the case if you knew a Shabbos? But you don't know all the malachas. In what way do you know a Shabbos? Remember, we had a few days ago that Rabbi Yochanan holds, even if a person knows that malachas are asr, if they're not aware of the full severity, they don't know, they don't know about the kari's penalty, then that's also called shogig. So that could be the case. He knew all the malachas were asr, but he wasn't aware that they carry the kari's penalty. So then the halacha would be, he shogig in Michayv 39 karbanas. That you're not called shogig unless you really think it's mutter. You naively think it's okay. But if you know it's asr, just you're not aware of the full severity, that's not called shogig. So then we have to say the case of the Mishnah is that you think all the malachas are mutters. And then the question comes back to the other In what regard does the person know a Shabbos? If you think all the malachas are mutter and, and completely mutters, then you don't know about Shabbos at all. How would you be high for all these karbanas? So the Gemara answers. The case was that he may have thought all the malachas were mutter, but he knew that you can't go outside the tchum on Shabbos, according to Rabbi Kiva, that that's from the Torah. So that's enough to consider that he knows that it's Shabbos, and he's unaware that all the malachas are also, and then he's chayav for each of 
the 39 Malachas. So the Gemara has not refuted Rava. Rava's position has been defended that you could be Masasik if you do not intend for the proper amount, for the requisite shear to be fulfilled. All right, now we start the big Mishnah about all the 39 Malachas. Malachas, Malachas, Achas. We've quoted this a bunch of times, that there are 39 different um, Malachas on Shabbos. Zorea, Zorea is very simple, planting. Planting on Shabbos. Achorish, somebody who plows on Shabbos. Kotzer, Kotzer is harvesting. Stopping something from its growth. Ma'amer. Ma'amer is, they, they used to have all, the, all the, the little wheat sucks, so they would gather them together in the field. So the, the, of gathering together, gathering them and making bundles in the field, that is a malacha. Uh, hadash. So dash, they would, used to have threshing, right? So they used to have the, the kernel was inside the husk and they would, um, the animal would step on it, right? So if someone, if someone threshes on Shabbos, so, so, so they're chayev, they're taking out the seed from within the kernel. Azora, Azora is winnowing. So it's not a very similar idea, right? You throw, you're trying to separate after you got the kernel, but you want to get the, the shaft away. So you blow it into the wind, and then the wind uh, blows away the shaft, and just the kernel, the kernel comes back down. Um, that's an interesting one, because it's not really something you're doing yourself. It's really the wind. That's an interesting point. The Gemara Babakama says that that's the way it's done, so it's considered like you did it. Habora, someone who separates. That's, they used to have little pebbles that would be left with the kernels. Uh, so, so that's something that is something that you're chai for, for, for bore. Hatochen, grinding, right? You want to ground it into flour, or rock it, afterwards you want to sift it, the different, uh, you want to increase the quality of the, of the flour, so you do sifting. Halosh, you need, so you take the flour and you mix it with water to make it a glump. Haofe, and somebody who bakes on Chavez. That's like Bishop. Okay. Now we talk about, so that was all the way you make bread. That's the sidur de pas, the way that the bread is made. Now we talk about the way that they would make different clothing. So Argozes is at Samer, shearing wool. So shearing wool, taking it, Goze is taking it off the animal. So Goze is an interesting thing. Something is growing by being attached to a living item. So if you t- detach it on Shabbos, you're a chayev. So it's not, it's not Kotzer, right? Kotzer is a little bit different. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the Gemaras, but it's something very similar. Gozes would be like, you know, um, like shearing wool is more like, you know, cutting fingernails or hair on Shabbos. Malabno, someone who, who cleans, someone who whitens, they would whiten the, the wool. Amanafso would all, all tingle together, so they would have to take it out of its tingles. They would prepare it now. They want to, they they're going to spin it soon. Atsovo, you want to color it. So coloring on Shabbos, they would dye the fibers. Atsovo, spinning it together, right? So spinning them together is that you're mixing all the fibers and you're making bigger, bigger threads. So the next, the next three are, uh, are really the next four. Are a little bit beyond us at this point. I'll read them, but don't don't stress about them. They're very difficult, and, and to understand the next four, we really have to have a good understanding of the olden days and the way that they used to have the weaving loom. Super complex. We'll learn about it later in the Masechta. But there are four malachas for it. A mesech, someone who's making making the war post Someone who sticks in these two points, we'll see exactly what these frames are. Weaving the two threads, and taking away two threads from them. So if they were two stuck together, you would take away two. So all of these things are part of the, the weaving process of making threads, bring, making garment material. We will learn about all of these in greater detail later in the Masechta. Very hard technical points for those of us today who don't weave. Hakosher, making a knot. Hamater, untying a knot. Hatofer, Somebody who stitches, two stitches, he's connecting two things. Somebody who tears in order, uh, so even though tearing in its own right is destructive, but you tear because you want to make a better connection. You want to, you're trying to go ahead and um, the intent is to sew two stitches, so that also is, um, is, is forbidden. Somebody's trapping. 
Hashem, now we're talking about, you know, the way they would make hide. So it's such feet, someone who traps uh, an animal. Shochto, shechting, slaughtering, making a wound. Amavshito, flaying it, taking off the skin. Amolcho, salting it. Amavshito, soro, panning it, right? Turning it into the leather process. Amamachko, smoothing it out. Amamachto, cutting it into a specific shape and size. Hakosa sheyosios, writing two letters on Shabbos. Hamolchik, erasing. Almanaso sheyosios, someone is erasing, even though, again, in and of itself, that is destructive, but erasing in order to write two letters, that is a malacha. Now, more. Habona, building on Shabbos. Sosa, destroying. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, what, what, how come over here it doesn't say in order to build? Pashtas, again. Sosa is only destructive. It should only be if you're doing it Amanas to build. Hamachabe, extinguishing. Hamaver, lighting a fire. Hamakabe, patish. And making a final blow, right? If something is basically formed and you just need one finishing touch, that's a malach on its own right. Hamotimishos are show someone who carries from one domain to another. All these things, they're all the 39 primary malachos. Abam chasa'achas, 40 minus 1, that is 39. So the Gemara asks, Minyano Lamali, a question that we've looked at a few times. Why does the Tana have to tell me the 39? Who cares if it's 39? Just tell me what they are. Each one separately. So we're telling you that the maximum number of chatos that a person can bring is 39. What do you do? Usually before you plant, you want to loosen the soil. And then you plant. So listening So the order is backwards. It should say first plowing is asr, loosening the soil, and then it should talk about um, and then it should talk about planting. So the Gemara says, Tan of Eretz the Tan is in Eretz Israel, the ground was very, uh, very hard. So even after it was, it was first plowed, they would have to plow it afterwards. Desire Beresha, they would plow the other carving and then do another plow. So they would plow it, then, then, then plant the seeds, and then have to plow it again to make sure that the seeds would really um, be covered and worked, worked through. So therefore, they would, the Mishnah wrote it in that order because the Tana was in Eretz Yisrael. Tana, um, Atana teaches, now we learn a little bit more about this malacha of Zorea, and we learn that there's a complication always, you know, how to categorize things. So Zorea, so Zorea is someone who takes a seed and plants it, has Zomer. So Zomer is, is you know, pruning. Like, so, so when you're pruning, you're causing a tree to grow. Uh, so that's, it's very similar to Zorea. Zorea is causing growth. You're planting a seed. Here, you're pruning a tree. Hanotea, or someone who plants a tree. Hamavrich Mamarkiv, those are also different types of grafting and, and mixing with vines. So that's also like planting a new tree. All those cases, they're all one category. Now, what's the point that they're all one category? It's all the general thing is making growth. That's the thing. You're making growth. So they're all considered one big malacha of Zorea. Now, Rashi's opinion, this is going to be important in the Gemara coming up as well, is that even though the Gemara has just lifted five things together, they're fundamentally different. See, pruning a tree is only a tolda. It's a subcategory. Because when you're pruning a tree, it's not, your maize isn't making growth. Your maize is really taking away anything. Just it helps it grow. So that's really only a tolda. But all the rest of them, Rashi holds, are avos. Because Zorea, Notea, Rashi holds, it's the same thing. Making a seed or planting a, planting a, a sapling in the ground are the same thing. Just one's by seeds and one's by a tree. So it's not categorized as an av and a tolda. It's categorized as two avos of the same category. And that's a super complicated thing. At the end of the day, it's the same general category. But you can have an av and a tolda. Like pruning is only a tolda. It's a totally different type of mice. It just it's related because of the fact that it has the same purpose in the end that it makes growth. Or you can have two avos within the same category. Like sowing and planting trees are the same. Just one is by one is the other. And Rashi also is like grafting is considered like planting something new and therefore it's also an av. 
but they're all under the same general category. My kamash malon, who cares? If you do many types of malachas, but if they're all under the same general category, you only chayv one chatas. And uh, that's an important rule. So if somebody would, would apply, apply this now to this halacha of Zorea, all these malachas at the end of the day are categorically are, are categorized as the same, even though they're different and what they're different of us applied and one to not told us, we've seen, but at the end of the day, it's one general category and therefore there would only be one chatas for it. But now the Gemara gives us more specific guidelines here. Pruning a tree is chayav because of planting. And the way, again, Rashi understands that it means it's a tolda. Planting a tree is the af. It's zorea applied to trees. Pruning a tree is a tolda. So you're chayav because it's a tolda of planting. Hanoteva, mavachar, markif. Planting or engrafting chayav mishum zorea. You're chayav because of planting seeds. So what does that mean that they're chayav because of planting seeds? So here it doesn't mean that they're toldas. This is important. Um, it means that they are the same as planting seeds. Uh, the, the, and, and this is the same way planting seeds is an av malacha for seeds. So these three things are avos for trees. That's really what the Gemara means according to Rashi. So it's a little bit different. What it means, chai of mishum. Because pruning a tree, when we said chai of mishum, means it's a tolda of planting a tree. When we say planting and grafting are chai of because of planting seeds, we don't mean it's a tolda of planting seeds. We mean that they are just like planting seeds, that these are by trees of us malachas. So the Gemara doesn't like this lashon mishum. We said that grafting is 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 is, is related to zoreh. Mishum zoreh in mishum lo. We shouldn't look at it like that. We should really say there's planting seeds. And then there's planting trees, which are both avos. And then grafting is a form of planting trees. But the lushing we gave is off. We're, we're like, as if we're saying that, like we're making the analogy between grafting to planting seeds. That, that we're skipping a step. We should say there's planting seeds and, 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 planting, and planting trees. Grafting is a form of planting trees. Why are you saying it's a form of planting seeds? So the Gemara says, Ema af You're right. We don't mean that. We just mean, we just mean to say it's also a form of planting seeds. So meaning if a person would plant seeds and graft, we're going to say it's all one big thing. That's all, that's all uh, we mean to say by this. So, and Rav Acha's first point that he was making, he was saying pruning is the same thing as planting. And now the second thing that he's saying, planting trees. And the second point that he's saying is that planting trees and grafting trees are all part of this general category of planting uh, seeds as well. So it's a little bit complicated here in the Gemara about how to categorize certain things. We end up with avos, we end up with different forms of the primary av in different, uh, different circumstances, and then we end up with the concept of a tolda. Continues the Gemara, Amar Afghana, we're just talking about pruning, how pruning is a tolda, planting a tree. Amar Afghana, Zomer Vitzar, let's say when someone's pruning, and he also, again, what do you do when you prune? You take away wood from the tree, and the bad wood, and what happens? And then it also, it all, it's gonna make it grow. So you're, you're high of, if you, let's say, so you're high for planting, but let's say you also happen to need the wood. So you're gonna use the wood for some firewood back at home. So then, not only are you, are you high for planting, first of all, you've also harvested, because you've, it's no different than someone going over to a wood, he needs firewood, and he takes the wood off the tree, he rips off the branch to take it home. So that's, that, that's harvesting. He's stopping the wood from its growth because of his own needs. So that's kotzer. But it's also in this, canc- in this scenario where you were pruning, you're also planting. So you're chayed for the one action that you did, two chatos. So this is a cool concept. You can do one action and be chayed for two malachos. If you rip, if you prune the tree and you also happen to need the wood, so you're chai of two things, you're chai for planting and you're chai for harvesting. Let's say you wouldn't need the wood, it's mashman the gemara, you're only chai of one. Why is that? So the simple idea would be it's a malacha, she ain't sri 
because you're, yes, you are harvesting, but you don't need it. You're only doing it for the other one. But if you need it for both, so then you're doing both. Whatever we'll talk about, it might be a little bit more complicated, but that's the simple shot here. Then one mice would be high for two. Uh, if you need the wood, you're chayev too. If you don't need the wood, then you wouldn't be chayev for harvesting because it would be malach hashen suichalagufa. Amar Rabbi Yosef, another type of thing. Amar the kaltakas pasos, someone who kills an espasos. So the espasos a plant, um, and they used to cut it a, b- a bunch of times. Rashi says in a month because it would grow back very quickly. So someone kills the espasos chayev shayim chayev two chatos achoshem kaitzer because he's he's harvesting it for himself. He's going to use it for his animals to eat. And he's also planting because he's causing the new crop to grow. It's a very big chiddush when you harvest, you're causing the new one to grow. So that's gufa a mice of notay. You're planting the new one. Um, Rabbi, I'm on the, the kind of circle, the same thing with beet. When you cut through your hives, your hives, you're, you're harvesting, and you're planting again because the beets uh, are going to grow right back after they have been cut. Okay, continues the Gemara. The second Malachi, we learn this for plowing. Tana the Tana says, you plow the earth, dig a hole, or you make furrows. They're all one general Malachi. And what is all of this? Softening the earth. The general Malachi here is that um, uh, softening. Uh, softening, so, loosening the soil and, and preparing it for, 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 for planting is, or making it better for planting, is the form of Barish. Let's say somebody has a little pile of dirt and he takes it away. So what malacha did he do? About bias, if, the, if it was in the house, so that's building. You're building in your house. Why? Because you're trying to level the floor. So that's, that's considered building in your home. So taking it away is Chaim Mishambona. But it's not, you're not high for Zorea because this is not a place where you plant. But if it was in a field, you're not building, but you're, you're, what you're doing is you're loosening the soil. So you're high for plowing. So you're loosening the soil when you take it away. Let's say the opposite, that you have a hole and you fill it up with dirt. So if it's in a house, you're building, right? You're leveling before that way. You're filling it up. If you're filling it in with looser soil, you're putting in looser soil. So this, is, this is also interesting. Now, the context where I do the same act may now categorize it differently. What if, you know, pulling, putting in uh, a soil into a hole or, or taking away a mound, what am I doing? Am I... Am I am I making am I building or am or am I or am I loosening the soil? Am I, am I plowing? The answer is it depends where I do it. Continues the Gemara. Amar Afra. One of the most famous cases in Misach Shabbos. Someone digs a hole in the floor on his house, and he, he he's actually and but the reason why he doesn't isn't to build something, but he's doing it because he needs dirt. He desperately needed dirt. To cover something, Rashi says there were some dirty things he wanted to cover, so he makes a hole. In the, so he makes a hole. So it seems like he's doing bonus. It seems like he's building in his house, but he's only doing it because he needs dirt. Potter Allah, he's potter. So usually you would say that's called malachah shenzvichel gufa. He's doing the malachah, but for a different objective than malachah itself. He's not building because he wants to build. He's building only because he wants the dirt. Says the Gemara, your potter. I feel Rabbi Yudah malachah shenzvichel gufa even like Rabbi Yudah the malachah shenzvichel gufa still chayav. Rabbi Yudah says it doesn't matter what your intent is. Even though you're doing it for a different purpose, but if you do the malachah, you're chayv. So you would say, like Rabbi Yudah, if you dig the hole, you should be chayv. But the is, how do you And that's only true if a person is trying to fix something. But hi, in this case, makalkuhu, the binyan is destroying his house. Again, he's doing it for a constructive purpose. He needs the dirt. But the malachah, the building, is actually destructive. It's not good for his house. So since it's ruining his house, so the malachah is not being done in a constructive way, so even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that the malachas potter, this Torah of Makalkal, that the malachas is not chayv, and this is not for a constructive thing, comes from the fact that the Torah says machasheves, and machasheves means it has to be something which is positive in its own right, not just the maisa that the Torah said not to do. Hakotzer, we said harvesting, tana hakotzer, 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 hamosik, v'orik. So all these things are just for, are the same thing of harvesting, just there are different terms in Hebrew for what you're doing. We say kotzer when it's green, 
We say bozer when it's grapes. We say go there when it's dates. We say mosaic when it's olives and or is when it's figs. That's just interesting in Hebrew that they're different words, but they're all the same malacha. They're all exactly the same thing, just with different things. Let's say somebody, he doesn't harvest directly with his hands. He just throws a, uh, a pile of dirt right at a palm tree and he knocks off the dates. And he knocks off the dates. First of all, it's tolish. So tolish, Rashi says, is a tolda of kotzer, which is a very, very interesting point that it's called a tolda. It sounds like kotzer is only like directly cutting like grain that's growing from the ground, whereas something's growing in a tree and it's, you're doing tolish to it, so that's only a tolda. So you're stopping it from its growth that's in the tree, so it's a tolda. Um, again, remember, whether it's a tolda or an av, it's not that much of a difference. You're chayv either way, but it's just in the way we categorize it. Uh, it couldn't make a difference in terms of carbonos. We'll learn a little bit more. But anyway, so the guy who, who, who throws the, 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 this pile of dirt and he knocks off the, the dates is chayv for detaching from this growth. But he's also doing mafarik. So what is mafarik? So mafarik is a tolda of dosh. Remember dosh, where it has the, the, the kernels in the, is, is, is with the husk and then the animal steps on it and he gets the kernel out. So, so, so there's a tolda called a porik. Porik means like, you know, usually you see it's like unloading something. So just to give an example, like if you would squeeze out uh, juice from a, a, a fruit, that would be mafarik. It's a, again, a told of dash because what you're doing is you have something that's stuck inside another case. You have the juice that was stuck in a case of the whole fruit and when you squeeze it out, you're extracting it from its case. So that's a told because it resembles the misa of dosh, which extracts the kernel from its husk. That's like the basic point. And the Gemara is saying here is that you're actually doing a misa of mafarik. Now, why is it, why is it uh, misa mafarik? So Rashi says a big chiddish, because you have these clusters that are all together and you're taking, you're, you're like unloading the dates from the cluster. Now that's a very difficult thing, but that's where Rashi, Rashi seems to say that that's why it's like an unloading process and therefore you're high of Mishum Mefarik, taking off, unloading the, 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 the clusters, you're unloading the dates from the clusters. Now Tosos disagrees, says no such thing. Tosos says that the dates had like some outer shell around it and uh, when you were hitting it, it would take off that outer shell. That makes a lot more sense that that's mafarik. But Ravashi Yomar, no, you're potter. That's not a normal way. You're chai, you're potter, meaning it's not mutter, but you're potter because you're doing it in a weird way. Throwing the dirt at it is a, a strange mindset. That's not the normal way of doing tolish. Usually you, you pick them. That's not the normal way to do, to do the prika. Usually do it with either a kli or with a hand, but throwing dirt in it is not a normal way, so therefore there's no chiyav. So there's another principle, shino, when you sang on shino and Shabbos, it is not chayav, again, it's not machshavas, it's not the normal way it is done. Hama'amer, when, when you gather together in the field, let's say there's a bunch of salt from the little, little holes where the salt is, if you gather it all together, Abai disagrees. Ma'amar is only for items that are grown from the ground. So if it's not things that are grown from the ground, like the salt, which doesn't grow from the ground, so then there's not, um, there's no chiyuv for such, for such a thing. Um, now the Gemara makes a point of saying that the salt was in its place, and we shouldn't say from here that the malacha ma'amar is only where you take it uh, from the place where the crop was made. Like in the field, where there's ma'amar, and you had the little bundle, you were making the bundle out of where they were going. You're literally doing it in the place where they were made. But otherwise, uh, the Rishonim say there wouldn't be ma'amar. And another point here is that there's only ma'amar by Gedulei Kaka. Hadash, we say the rathing tana, hadash, it's ma'avis, if you thresh, uh, or if you do the like beating flax down, you take it out of its stalks, or you hit cotton like with with to get to get off from its stalk. Kula all the same thing of extracting the substance from its from its outer shell. 
Okay, that will stop here. I'm going to pick up more tomorrow with some more malachas.